what's interesting about what you just said is that a lot of our conversations are actually behind, mm. right? Our conversations are introductory with esports, where esports is uh, not only here but is vibrant. Mm -hmm. It's a very alive thing with a, a very rich culture that it has. Hello, Montgomery County, and welcome to the OPL podcast with MCIU. My name is Brandon Langer, and I'm the Program Administrator for Instructional Technology in the Office of Organizational and Professional Learning at MCIU. And I am joined today by one of our project consultants, Andrew Kuhn. I'll let him introduce himself, and we are going to dive into esports today. All right, thank you for having me. As mentioned, my name is Andrew Kuhn, a project consultant for computer science, STEM, science, and esports. Andrew, it's just been awesome getting to know you, but also just see how you find these new avenues, these new uh, themes in education, and you kind of pull the fun out, uh, in, both in our office, but also in the classroom. And uh, so today we're talking about esports, and uh, you have an upcoming session around introduction to esports. But what is esports? I mean, this might this is a fairly new topic in education, particularly in K-12. So what's the background here? Yeah, you know, simply put, esports are video games that are played in a highly organized and competitive environment. So the rise in this genre of video games comes uh, as the young adult demographic has started to create and really control a host of new cultural trends. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing things change uh, educationally as well as uh, from a pop culture standpoint, They're just different interests uh, that we have. So really viewership of traditional sports is actually declining uh, while that of esports is skyrocketing. So needless to say, eSports is taking the world by storm, growing actually to a billion-dollar industry with competitions actually having greater viewership than the Super Bowl itself. Yeah, I remember a couple of years ago when that first one happened, I think it was the League of Legends uh, final or, or championship or whatever, grossed more than the Super Bowl, and that was all over the Internet. Because myself as a gamer, you know, we played competitively in our homes and and then the internet came online about the time I was in college playing competitively online. There was nothing like this landscape of, of sponsorships and teams and, and even like traveling, you know, competing against other teams the way, like you said, with athletics we've had for a long time. So what does that growing esports culture look like in schools as, as you said, kind of like a new thing amongst, you know, youth today? Sure. And, and what's interesting about what you just said is that a lot of our conversations are actually behind, mm. right? Our conversations are introductory with esports, where esports is uh, not only here, but is vibrant. Mm -hmm. It's a very alive thing with a, a very rich culture that it has uh, to go with it. So, as far as esports in the school, athletic speak, athletically speaking, esports is a game changer. It has something for everyone. It doesn't matter um, who you are, how you identify yourself, where you live, or what you believe in. Esports is an arena that you can be a part of. Mm -hmm. So what's remarkable about it is how it gives each student a chance to play and participate with their peers while building relationships in a way that might not be possible when you play at home alone, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Playing by yourself is one thing, but playing in an organized fashion with your peers is something very different. So students can work on graphic designs, creating flyers, logos, designs for jerseys, marketing, shoutcasting, just to name a couple of things. So just like any of the sports that we watch and we enjoy, or even if you go to the theater to watch a theater, there's so much that happens behind the scenes. So it's not just 
the individuals that you see in front of you participating, but the whole bus behind the scenes part that goes with it. So there's tremendous value for teaching and learning in schools. It's a great opportunity to teach students many different soft skills that are undeniably crucial for future success. And really, as we've gone through this pandemic, we know how important those social emotional skills are. And there's a home here in esports to really intentionally build those SEL components for students, create a sense of belonging for them, and a sense of meaning and purpose as well. The other thing I would say is that colleges are now awarding scholarships to talented esports players so that they can go to their school or, or go to the, you know be part of their competitions, join on their team. So while we're still building up the pipeline here in K-12, there's already a established pipeline in colleges looking for these students, looking to recruit and to add them to the team and have them be part of their their competitions. Yeah, and two crucial things I think that you pointed out. Number one was the number of different avenues that a student can find a home in esports. It's not just as the gamer or the player itself. You mentioned some of the graphic design pieces. One of the pieces that I think is really neat uh, because of my background is the media production and, and um, you know live streaming and, and articulation of the game. Uh, from a broadcast standpoint is, is very neat avenue. And then he called out something about uh, kind of connected to that. It made me think of my time as a musical director and how many people are on stage. Sometimes it's like two or three people and there are 50 people back there making everything else happen from lights to sound to, um, you know, set changes, all that kind of stuff. Same can be said for true. And we can, we can get into the technical aspects of maintaining machines and networking and, and all these other pieces that play into this, you know, literal, you know, esports arena is, is very cool and I think exciting to loop in a new audience of student, tie them into our cultures at school buildings where maybe they didn't find that. I always enjoyed that as a, as a theater arts director, seeing that kid find a home that maybe didn't fit in with the traditional athletic crowd. So you have a session coming up, you know, what can we expect from the, the session? Uh, where's it going to be? You know, what, what are going to be some of the key takeaways for people who choose to attend? The, pur the purpose of this session is to really give attendees a better understanding of esports. There are a lot of questions out there, um, and, and we want to provide them with a basis of information so they really understand what is esports, what are some of the, the pitfalls that I might not be aware of that I'm going to run into, and how do I establish this in my school. So we kind of set it up uh, with three parts to the session. There's kind of an esports 101 to kind of cover the basis, so you have that that good solid base of understanding and then we've set up a, a panel discussion with coaches that are currently competing in Montgomery County within esports so they can answer a lot of those questions and 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 help us know what we don't know mm -hmm. and then lastly we've actually set up a, a mini competition with high school students who are going to come to the space and and set up and actually play a they're going to play Rocket League. Mm -hmm. And so we get to see and observe and ask questions again. And, and so it's a, a big information gathering for anybody who attends, but also an opportunity for us to share. And, and one of the highlights is actually we've been able to kind of create an eSports network of people that are already participating in, in eSports within the county. And now they get to kind of come together and showcase what they've been doing. And, and again, the successes and even challenges and hurdles that they've experienced uh, on their own, and now we're kind of giving them a bigger voice as we look to build up esports 
uh, and much bigger capacity in Montgomery County. Yeah, and I think some of the highlight again, this session's this month, right, in January 23? Correct. So it's uh, it's January 11th okay. of 2023. So it's coming up here soon, but I think what you just said is important. This is a, this is a launching point. This is something that's only going to continue to grow, continue to find a home in Montgomery County. So uh, even if you happen to be listening to this after this particular event has taken place, um, please reach out to MCIU, reach out to Andrew, reach out to myself, um, as this is an arena that will only continue to grow and, and we look to provide more offerings, more background knowledge and all of that. Uh, you'll definitely see a, a growing presence of this on our MCIU Learning Network, which is learn.mciu.org. So Andrew, anything you want to close with today before we wrap up? No, I just say, uh, if you're curious at all about esports or just want to learn more about it, this is real. This is what this session is designed for. This session is for you to come out for two and a half hours and spend time with colleagues, learning more and, and exploring. Mm -hmm. Come join us. Absolutely. Well, we look forward to seeing you here in a, in a week, week and a half. And again, please reach out if you have any questions. You can reach us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at uh, MCIU Learns. Also, as I mentioned, the Le MCIU Learning Network is available for all at learn.mciu.org. So please, you know, log on there. Uh, you can use the search bar to search esports and see all the new content that will be coming out here uh, throughout this year and, and in the, into the future. So, Andrew, thanks for sitting down with me. Great. Thank you. Thank all you right. for the opportunity. Have a good day.